For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Vitus LaRue. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover an opinion on Princeton's lack of innovation and entrepreneurship, university faculty and staff's political contributions, and the election of Tom Susie. It's Thursday, February 15th. Startup culture is an integral part of Princeton, with multiple student organizations and academics focused on incubating the next big idea. In her latest opinion piece, head opinion editor Eleanor Clemens Cope presents her view on how these groups' cultures impact innovation in the orange bubble. I'm Eleanor Clemens Cope, and I'm the head opinion editor. Could you start by briefly describing what you think the innovation culture on Princeton's campus is? Yeah, so the world has big, big problems. You know, the climate crisis, increasing income and wealth inequality. And some of these problems are going to need incredible amounts of innovation. This innovation is going to be difficult, and a lot of the problems that we have to solve are going to require physical innovation. It's like the climate crisis is going to require better battery technology, things along those lines. But the innovation culture that we see at Princeton is a kind of tiny tweaks to the sales of different goods. We have a bunch of goods that are already created, and these entrepreneurs see distribution problems, basically. The companies that they found are in order to basically connect consumers more smoothly with products. And that's not the kind of innovation that we need. It's a kind of innovation that's rent-seeking rather than transformative. And what do you mean by rent-seeking in this context? So rent-seeking is a term that was coined by uh, Ann Kruger, who's an economist. And it mostly, in, in general, it means that it's a company that's changing policy in order to make more money without increasing productivity. In this context, though, it means not necessarily that they're changing policy, but they're looking for a way to make more money without really contributing productively to the economy. They're wringing the dregs of profit out of products that have already been created without really creating new things in the economy. You can read more of her opinion at dailyprincetonian.com or at the link in the show notes. In local news, the Daily Princetonian recently dug into Federal Election Commission filings to understand more about how university faculty and administration have been donating to political candidates. In the race for New Jersey Senate seat, Andy Kim has received 22 donations from university faculty and administrators, Senator Robert Menendez has received a single donation, and Tammy Murphy has received no donations. Another data point of note is in the race for president, where no major university administrator has made a campaign contribution yet, though many administrators have donated to Democratic campaign in the past. For more information and analysis, check out the piece on dailyprincetonian.com. In national news, a New York special election for a seat in the U.S. House was called late Tuesday night for Democrat Tom Susie. Susie will finish the term of former GOP Representative George Santos, who was expelled from the House last year. This win for Susie increases Democratic representation in Congress, narrowing the slight Republican majority in the House. His opponent, Republican legislator Mozzie Melissa Pillip, told the press that she was going to, quote, continue to fight, unquote, and floated the possibility of running for the seat when Susie's term expires. In Susie's victory speech, he called to, quote, move beyond petty partisan bickering and finger-pointing, unquote. George Santos was a controversial figure nationally and on campus, with students campaigning for his removal from Congress and an opinion piece from a student living in his district expressing their efforts to, quote, get Santos out of office, unquote. Today, you can expect cloudy skies with a high of 40 and a low of 31 degrees Fahrenheit. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by me, sound engineer by Lila Siskind, and produced under the 148th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 22. For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Vitus LaRue. Have a wonderful day.